All right, hi. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. It's Jack back at it again with another episode. Um, yeah, I've I'm here again to give you another episode, which I am stalling at. Um, okay, so sorry. I took a little. I took a little sabbatical. Uh, I'll be real with you. I left I abandoned you guys um but I'm back at it again so in the last episode I said I could upload every Saturday I will try to upload every week probably not Saturday probably whatever day is most convenient for me um because I am I am still in school I dog can you stop snoring okay I'm sorry my dog is here um so I'm sorry if she snores. <laughs> um, yeah, um, what was I talking about? Yeah, so I'm still in school. Um, I'll try to get out an episode as as soon as possible, probably whenever I can. I'll probably record on Saturdays, edit. Sometimes it takes longer for me to edit because I, I say um a lot and I don't like you guys hearing it. Um, even though, just there, even though I try to edit them out, there's so many that I get bored and I stop editing them out towards the end. Uh, long story short, I'll send out episodes as much as I can. I also need to write them. I try to have one episode written before I release so I don't have any plot inconsistencies, even though I will have plot inconsistencies. <laughs> but yeah, I was also wondering if you wanted me to do a little recap of the backstory. I could upload that as like pre preview episode. So I might do that. But anyways, before we dive in, I want to share a headcanon of mine because um, I don't know, because I did that last time and I want to, you know, I just, <laughs> I just like to keep consistency. So this one is the quackity, it's my voice, voice canon, voice, voice claim for him is Hades from the Hercules movie. And here I'll give you my super high-tech um, setup of what I think he sounds like. Anyway, see ladies, I had this party and I lost track of you. I know, you know. Ugh, sorry. I have my, I have two things set up so I can look at my notes. But yeah, that's what I think he sounds like. Um, how long have I been? Okay, I've been blathering on for three minutes. That's what, that's what this is. I'm just yapping. I'm just yapping on, on and on and on, and you guys voluntarily listen to it. It's great. I can just yap, yap, yap away. Because normally I tell all this stuff to my parents, and then they just, I can see their eyes glaze over. So it's great. I'm just talking to myself in my room right now, and maybe people will hear it. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I think... I think we're ready to jump in. Okay, so we left off with <laughs> Rambu and Wilbur having to sprint back to the van and lock the doors after Quackity caught them trying to steal his deep fryer. Um, and Quackity just absolutely humiliated them. He covered, he set up a Home Alone-like contraption to just cover them, tar and feather them, basically. Um, with the help of Charlie. So, it's the next day, and Wilbur is 
mad. Like, he still has drying bits of goo stuck in his hair. He, um, he probably has slime all over his trench coat, which, let's be real, he never washes. Oh, and I have a note. Let's be real, he uses 13-in-1 shampoo, but I digress. He's sitting with Tommy in Tommy's living room, because he's still living with Tommy. He doesn't... He's... He doesn't make himself a house, and he doesn't live out of the van, so... He's staying with Tommy. And he's he's complaining. He's lying on his bed, and he's complaining. And Tommy's just not paying attention. <laughs> but he goes, like, did you did you really have to steal the deep fryer? I mean, it seems like you could just improve your burgers before ruining theirs. I mean, come on, man. It feels like, feels like we're doing something that we don't really need to do right now. <laughs> and Wilbur is just mid-complaint, but he just stops. And he probably stops kicking his feet, too, because let's be real, he's kicking his feet. But he stops, and he's just appalled. Um, and he just goes, like, are you Im implying that Quackity's burgers are better than mine? And Tommy <laughs> stops whatever he's doing, and he just looks a little tense, but he just shakes his head and goes, like, oh, oh forget it. But Wilbert, he doesn't forget it, because this is unacceptable. Tommy just implied that Wilbur does not have delicious burgers. How dare he? <laughs> so he shoots to his feet, he springs up. He goes like, we're doing a taste test right now, Tommy. And you're gonna see how wrong you are. And Tommy's just like, oh, you, we don't really need to do this, man. And Wilbur's like, Tommy. <laughs> like, we're, we're doing, like, Tommy can see the fire in his eyes. Like, Wilbur's doing this. So Tommy just kind of goes like, oh, Okay, and just humors him. So, getting a Wilburger, that's that's pretty easy. Quackity Burger, not so much. But Wilbur all but sprints to the van and tells Rambu to start making a Wilburger for Tommy, probably shoving aside a customer who gives him a very nasty look, which is honestly quite rude. Can't they see what a hurry Wilbur's in? But Rambu's like, oh, okay, what type of burger do you want me to make? And Wilbur's just like, give him the special. <laughs> and the special is just every single topping, even the milkshake toppings. Um, but then Wilbur takes Tommy over to Tupperger, and the whole way he's just talking about how Tommy's gonna be blown away by the difference of how gross Quackities are versus Wilbur's. He's talking so much, with so much arrogance, he's probably like closing his eyes as he talks, like, um, like those anime characters. And he's talking so much that he doesn't notice Quackity just standing in the street and glaring at him until he just physically runs into him. <laughs> this surprises Wilbur so much that he actually screams. It's like, ah! And just kind of jumps back. <laughs> um, and Quackity is kind of thrown back and stumbles a bit, because he, he was fully expecting Wilbur to just stop for him, but he didn't. <laughs> um, and Quackity, it's, it's like when you try to be intimidating and then it just completely goes wrong. Um, but he gathers himself and he's just like, so, like, what are you, what are you doing here? So Wilbur just gathers himself and just grins and, go and throws an arm around Tommy. He says that he just wants to buy a burger for his little brother, and isn't he so sweet and thoughtful and empathetic and wholesome? <laughs> and Quackity is immediately like, no, I'm not, you're, not, you're just not going to do that. Like, what if you, what if you steal my recipe? <laughs> um, but then he realizes that it's actually insanely good press to have his rival seen eating at his restaurant, which Wilbur just doesn't even realize. So Quackity's like, okay. He leads him to Tuberger, heavily supervised the whole way. 
Um, and just neither of them mentioned the other night. They walk in complete silence, and there's a silent agreement. They will never speak of the night again. But they go in, and Quackity cooks up a special burger just for them. He cooks it. It's made with a chef's own hands, and he hands it to them. But as he's, like, holding out the takeout bag, Wilbur grabs his wrist and pulls him closer. And he grins and just goes, Quackity, I hope you know that this restaurant is really stupendous. I look forward to being able to see much more of it. And he says this very ominously. It's like that when you tilt your head down and you have the shadow on your eyes. That's that's what Wilbur looks like. <laughs> um, and even though he just really wants to mess with Quackity, Quackity gets, like, a little annoyed. So he also pulls Wilbur in, and he kind of gets in his face. And he's like, I'm not going to let you ruin this restaurant like you do everything else. And when you blow yourself up, not if, when, I'm going to make sure it's far away from Las Nevadas. And Wilbur's kind of taken back, but he also gets kind of pissed because, let's be real, Lemanberg was really, was a really nice country. And he doesn't like Quackity saying that he ruined it, even though, you know, he did blow it up. <laughs> um, so he just goes, well, at least I know the best chef to put in charge and not one that'll take over my entire kitchen. And Quackity goes, well, at least I know how to get people in line for my burger without having to rig my restaurant to be first. And now it's clear that neither of them are talking about burgers. <laughs> and Quackity gets very mad that Wilbur just brought up the election. And Wilbur is mad that Quackity implied that he rigged the election, which he completely did. Oh. But Quackity just like physically grabs his shirt and pulls him close to just really glare at him, you know, really get in his face. Um... <laughs> I've written here, and neither of them realize just how silly they look. Neither of them realize that they're basically literally hugging um, until Tommy is just standing there and he goes, uh, guys, he's, he's just holding the burgers. And he's like, uh, guys, they're, they're just burgers. Both of them turn their heads and they go, burgers are fucking important. And then they realize that they said it in unison and just glare at each other. <laughs> Um, before, you know, Quackity just lets him go, and Wilbur just snatches the burger out of Quackity's hand and just whirls away in a huff, and leaving Tommy to pay. Um, as Wilbur is leaving, Quackity calls after him, just, your days of waltzing around Las Nevadas are numbered, so it, Wilbur just whirls around and huffs. <laughs> um, I, I did that twice, but he just, he does a little pirouette. <laughs> just a pirouette, drops into the splits, and leaves. Okay. But they get back to the Ran Van, and they see Rombo and Tubbo just kind of chatting, which definitely makes Wilbur more resentful. Um, and though he doesn't tell Tubbo to get lost, he's definitely, like, standoffish. And he's like, so, I see you're, I see you're here instead of at your work. Shouldn't you get, shouldn't you get back to your work? And Tubbo, can, he can kind of feel the, the vibes, so he just kind of excuses himself. No one else really feels the vibes because... Wilbur only really directed it at Tubbo. Um, but Wilbur also makes a mental note that Rombu is, quote, conspiring with the enemy. But they all sit down and lay out the burgers on the, <laughs> count them, one picnic table they have. It's pro it probably has, like, crayon drawings on it. Probably from Wilbur, honestly. Um, and they have uh, Tommy Judge... So he takes the fries. He's like, oh, I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm just, these fries are fine. And then he takes a bite of the burger. He takes a bite of Wilbur's burger and, like, very obviously tries not to gag. <laughs> um, 
but then he, he he does that thing where he takes a napkin and pretends to wipe his mouth, but instead he's just like spitting out the bite. He's like, wow, that 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 burger was just really interesting. Um, and then he takes Quacky's burger and it's actually it's actually pretty good. So he's like, mm, you know, Wilbur, I just think. Uh, and Wilbur just like kind of glares at him, and Tommy's like, um, why don't why don't you have a taste of Quackity's burger? So Wilbur takes a bite and almost blows his stack because it's actually not that bad. <laughs> okay, I updated my sound system, so tell me if this sounds better. <laughs> yeah, tell me, tell me through the screen right now. Talk to me. Okay. So it's now it's a bit later. And Quackity is sitting in his office, and he's still a bit annoyed. He's like, ah, so grumbling, grumbling. Um, and I, he, I think when he's annoyed, he just does paperwork. Because he's not the type of guy to be like, oh, I'm annoyed, I'm not going to do anything. He's the type of guy to be like, I am annoyed, so I'm going to channel this energy <laughs> into something productive. Wilbur is the type of person to be annoyed and then run and weep into his bed as he <laughs> kicks his feet and saying how unfair it is. <laughs> okay, but and I, I think he's also just he's not bad at uh, paperwork because he was Schlatt's vice president, which we'll get into later. Don't worry, don't don't you worry. We'll get into it later. <laughs> um, but so right now he's just whizzing through these legal documents, which I feel like he thinks they're fun. <laughs> And everyone else is like, what What the fuck? This isn't fun. But he's like, this is this is fun, guys. Um, but the door opens, and it's Charlie. And he just he just bounces in, happy as ever. Um, and he's, he's just chatting. He's like, quackity, my fellow meat human. Guess what's happening? It's like, I saw a butterfly today, which I see all the time because I am used to being up on the surface and without the other slimes. I mean, without the slime creatures. So it was not a big event, but I still do very much like butterflies. Um, so he's just sitting, he's kind of like talking, yippee. Um, but he he just kind of stops short as Quackity just snaps at him. He's like, quit it. And Charlie, he's like kind of falls short. Um, I think he physically like scr- skids to a stop, probably trails slime. I'm surprised he didn't like slip and fall like a banana peel because of how slippery he is. I feel like this is a really weird headcanon that I'm adding that he's just really slippery, but we'll we'll go with it. <laughs> uh, so he like skids to a stop, and I think he gets goopy when he's not feeling good, so he just kind of like goops a bit. He like physically melts a bit, <laughs> um, and then just hesitantly walks over to Quacky's desk and like puts a little glass of water at the very edge because he had gotten it for Quackity, <laughs> and. <laughs> he got in it for Quackity because he just recently learned that humans do, in fact, drink water, and he's been making a point of drinking water a lot and reminding others to drink water, which is actually a pretty good habit for him to be in, so they just ignore it. But Quackity looks at the water and then looks at Charlie, who's kind of, like, fiddling with his hands, and he feels bad, because Charlie did just... He just went to go get him some water. Um, and the headache that Quackity's about to have lifts... And he apologizes, but he doesn't take the water because he's pretty sure Charlie accidentally got goop in it. <laughs> like, it's literally just bright green water. Uh, but Charlie brightens a bit and asks Quackity, like, what is wrong, my friend Quackity? Quackity, like, doesn't correct him for friend, but he also, like, um, like, wow, we're not, are we friends? 
uh, Quackity doesn't answer, but he does look out in the Ranvan's direction. And Charlie like follows his gaze, and he can see <laughs> he can see Wilbur sitting at the <laughs> sitting at the picnic table, like cursing the sky, shaking his fist at the sky. Um, and Charlie's naive, but he's not an idiot, so he goes, "Is it that tall meat being Wilbur of Lamanberg?" Sorry, that's not a good delivery. Is it that tall meat being Wilbur of Lamanberg? <laughs> and Quackity explains that yes, it's Wilbur. He knows that Wilbur's up to no good and needs to find a way to stop him. And Charlie's like, oh, I don't know. He hasn't done much here. Maybe we should give him the benefit of the doubt. And Quacky's like, how, how do you even know what that saying is? And Charlie's like, because I am a meat human who knows stuff. <laughs> Which doesn't answer the question. But Quacky's just like, man, like, it's cute that you think so, but really he's, he's a bad person. And Charlie, I don't think... Charlie's never met him before. Charlie's like, well, maybe we should just go and talk to him. I'll go talk to him right now. And he just, like, starts walking out the door, and Quackity just physically <laughs> lunges over his desk to try to grab onto him and stop him. But he ends up just grabbing a handful of goop and just gags with terrible texture and then drops on the floor and just kind of sighs. And Charlie, like, turns to face him and... Quackity just forbids him from going to see Wilbur. He's like, you, you cannot see him. He's a bad person, Charlie. If he knows you're my, he almost says friend here, co-worker, he might do something to you. And Charlie's smile just fades away, but he nods and walks off and going like, oh, of course, Quackity from Las Nevadas. So Charlie walks out of the office door, but he doesn't go to his office. Instead, he walks until he's standing near the Las Nevadas sign. And he, he's just thinking to himself. He sits down probably gets coated in sand. Um, but Quackity rarely forbids him from doing anything. In fact, I don't think he has ever, because Quackity, as much as he tries to deny it, he has a soft spot for Charlie. So Charlie's really thinking, he's like, how dangerous can Wilbur be if Quackity doesn't want me to see him? Um, but now he's really curious. And how dangerous can he be? Also, he, he's a slime, so if all else fails, he can just goop away and then uh, come up with a story about how he managed to escape. So, plus, Charlie thinks, if he tells him to stop because it's stressing Q out, surely he'll find the good, and surely Wilbur will find the good inside his heart to stop. So Charlie makes what he makes up his mind. He's like, okay, I'm going to go over to the Ranbound. I'm going to ask Wilbur to stop being stressful to Quackity. And Wilbur and I will see, Wilbur will see the error of his ways and we'll all get together and I'll be happy. So Charlie tentatively walks over. He's like, oh, but Wilbur is kind of scary. I've seen him. So he just kind of tentatively walks over to the Ranbound and the shutters are closed, but he knocks on them anyways. Because uh, Wilbur, he decided to close up shop early. He was just... He was just so <laughs> incredulous. Um, and here, here's a bit of a commotion inside. So he prob Wilbur just probably falls on his face. Um, but Wilbur lifts up uh, the shutters and just goes, who, who the hell are you? And Charlie go explains that he is Slimesicle from Las Nevadas, and he just wanted to talk to Wilbur. 
Now, Wilbur, since he's still in a bad mood, he just kind of scowls and glares and goes like, I'm busy. Charlie goes, oh, no. Like, oh, don't worry. I'll, Charlie just goes, oh, no, don't worry. I'll, I'll talk to you while you work. Very much ignoring that Wilbur, <laughs> I say the hint, ignoring the hint, the very heavy-handed, I do not want to talk to you that Wilbur just <laughs> gave him. Um, he's like, oh, no, don't worry. I'll talk to you while you work. <laughs> um, and it's the thing where Wilbur, Wilbur keeps trying to make excuses. He's like, oh, no, I actually have to go visit Tommy now. Charlie's like, oh, don't worry. I'll go with you. But Wilbur's about to shut the door on him um, when Charlie just keeps talking. He's like, you see, I was talking to Quackity today, and he was not feeling good. And this makes Wilbur pause because he's like, oh, like, how was Quackity feeling? So he opens the shutter to talk to Charlie, and he's, like, leaning down, because the van's pretty tall, but Charlie takes this as, like, an invitation to go in, so he just climbs up through the shutter, getting slime everywhere, and he probably, like, grabs onto Wilbur's head to hoist him up, <laughs> but, and Wilbur's a little appalled as Charlie just, like, flops onto the floor. But Charlie explains, like, you see, Quackity from Las Nevadas tells me that you're a bad person, and he's worried that you will do bad things to his country. I've come to ask you, don't. And Wilbur's just like, no, I'm, I'm making Quackity worry. I'm getting into his head like I'm doing it. He's like, I've gotten in my rival plan is starting. It's, all the pieces are falling into place. <laughs> they laughed at me back at the academy. Um... So that's what he's doing on the inside. But on the outside, he's still just trying to process what the hell Charlie is and why he's gooping and gunking everywhere. Because he's very obviously not human. He is just fully transparent and green. But he's like, slimes are normally like kind of blobs, not humans. Um, and I think the reason Charlie is human-shaped is that he found a skeleton. <laughs> okay, here's my headcanon for the day. Charlie is a mix between a skeleton, the mob, and a slime, the mob. By literally, he just like hopped up to the surface world and was walking around and then just like merged with a skeleton. So he got a human-like shape. <laughs> um, so if I think if you look really closely, you can see like the bones. <laughs> um, but Charlie, he just continues. And like, so I'm asking you not to do anything because it's really stressing Quackity out. And he's my friend, and I don't want him to be stressed. And Wilbur stops, and he's like, oh, like, you're his friend, are you? He's like, I didn't know Quackity had those. And Charlie's, Charlie nods, and he's like, yes, his best friend. Which is why I want you to promise that you won't do anything, because it's giving him headaches, which is where your meat head begins to ache. And it's very unpleasant. I know, because I've also had a headache before, because I am a human. And Wilbur's like, damn, like, Quackity actually has a life outside of me. <laughs> and I think he's so, he was kind of so self-centered that he didn't realize that Quackity thought about things other than him in the burger business, interacted with anyone aside from him in the burger business. So he's like, um, he's like, that's, he's kind of shook about that. But then Wilbur gets the idea, and he just grins. He's like, I, I promise I won't do anything that he doesn't deserve. In fact, as a token of my promise, how would you like a job at the Rand Van? Because he's, he's, he's about to turn Charlie to the dark side. But Charlie just smiles and goes, No, I already work for Quackity, and he's a good boss who does not smell and is not too tall. Goodbye. 
cheerful as ever and just begins to <laughs> to climb out of the shutter again. And Wilbur's grin just melts off and he glares at Charlie and like tries to grab him to keep talking, but Charlie just slips out of his grasp like an otter. And Wilbur tries to grab him again. And he like wraps his arms around Charlie. So Charlie thinks Wilbur is hugging him. So he just turns around and like gives Wilbur a hug and then pats the top of his head and then goops away <laughs> and just like waves cheerfully at him goodbye. And Wilbur is just shocked and appalled. Like he does not know what just happened. Um, and Charlie walks away and he's just like, man, what a good guy, a little stinky and tall, but he said he wouldn't do anything that Quackity doesn't deserve. So he's walking back to the Space Needle, and he goes, well, not the Space Needle, the Sky Needle. So he's walking back to Quackity's office, and he goes up right outside the door, and he's standing right, right outside the door, and the door is in front of him, and he's standing outside of it, um, and I've said this about four times, um, he's standing outside the door, and he can hear like the scratch of Quackity's pen inside, and he's and he remembers Quackity forbade him, and he was about to tell him the good news, but he stops, like his hands on the doorknob, and he just takes it away, because he's like, I I feel like Quackity will actually get mad at me before, mad at me for this, and Quackity is specifically told me not to do this. It's like Quackity, from what I've seen is not very happy when people don't follow what he says. Um, so he's never he's never kept the secret from Quackity before, but this time he decides that he won't tell Quackity that he went to go visit Wilbur. What's the harm? What he doesn't know won't hurt him. Meanwhile, in Quackity's office, he's thinking back to the conversation between him and Wilbur and Tuberger, and how Wilbur mentions, mentioned Schlack. And Quackity, he just reaches up to his necklace and takes one of the rings off of it, and it's the one he had with Schlatt. And he just looks at it a bit, and he kind of reminisces. And he's spinning it around on his desk. And, because I think he did, there was a time where he did like Schlatt. But then, he stops. And he remembers the very first thing Schlatt ever did as president. And the next day, Wilbur finds a note posted to the front of his van, written in neat print. Eight o'clock. Sky Needle, don't be late. <laughs> yeah, that that's it for this episode. Um, I was wondering if you guys wanted longer episodes because normally I write about um, how how long is this? Three and a quarter, three and a half pages of notes. That's with bullet point uh, indents, of course, um, and that equates to about 30, 30 or so minutes of. Uh, recording time and then I edit it down with I edit it down because I say um a lot and I don't like you guys hearing all my ums or sometimes I just literally dox myself and I have to you know kind of cut out my full legal name and um social security and address and all the things that I just release <laughs> um without thinking so that normally makes it around 25 minutes. I like that length. It's, it kind of reminds me of like a little YouTube video or um, a TV show episode, because that, that's how I imagine this. I imagine this as a TV show. So this is, just imagine this as a TV show, because I, I mean, the way I did make this was just sitting around and daydreaming uh, during class when I probably should have been working. 
that you know that the TNT duo grind stops for no one, not even the Pythagorean theorem, <laughs> which I uh, remember. Remember, kids, a squared plus b squared always equals c squared, which is a hypotenuse. Yeah, remember that. Remember it. Keep it in mind, as um, as Technoblade said. Keep in mind, geometry will make you better at PvP. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways, so I always have um, an episode written ahead of this, so I don't have any plot disparities, which means I could just combine it into an episode that's about an hour long. Let me know if you want that. Um, it kind of would be very plot heavy. And I don't like, ha- I like having my little, I like having my little cliffhangers. Um, and it also mean a lot more editing for me. Um, but I, I wouldn't mind if you guys wanted that. So yeah, that's it. I've been Jack. Remember, if you like this, don't like, don't subscribe, go home, do your homework, hug your dog, call your mom. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs>